0: Episode one of whatever the hell we're going to call this. Right. So we just got back from our, my first conference and in the car ride home, we mentioned that we both thought starting a podcast would be a fun and learning experience.
1: Yeah. Maybe we should, uh, preface a little bit, um, the conference that he's talking about is, uh. LtD which stands for leadership team development it's basically a uh, a leadership and team developing uh, service in a way what, what right, would, you say, right. what would you call it? yeah platform I would say, yeah, it's a platform platform
0: that's probably a better word just a uh, good way to develop obviously self-explanatory developing leaders and then just helping business owners become successful yeah and being able to take on that leadership role
1: absolutely um so yeah so this is not my first conference um but this is Nick's first conference and uh this is definitely the the first conference our team has has done um in this setting so uh we actually rented out a mansion in Pennsylvania uh, and it sleeps like twenty seven I think there was about, like, 25 of us there, though, uh,
0: and we pretty much had a good time. A so, what was your initial – well, actually, let's backtrack. What was your um, expectation when they said we're renting out a mansion? And, I mean, they even showed us pictures.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, the, from the pictures, it looked pretty extravagant, I would say. It was kind of um, – it looked – grand like real open it's, it, honestly the biggest thing it looked
0: on it was on this huge property it that yes that <laughs> that was that was a not a selling point but that was definitely something that that made it attractive and just driving through that part of pennsylvania you could have mistaked it for east orange new jersey you know yeah, there yeah. was not a lot of land that was not developed on already and these pictures were just bright and full of grass
1: yeah, they were they were uh, they were talking a lot about like, hey, we're gonna play soccer, uh, <laughs> we're gonna do all these things outside. These yeah, not to say it was like small or anything.
0: It just, and not that it wasn't even nice. It, yeah. it was nice. It's to put a picture in your brain. It was from the 1920s.
1: Yeah, it yes. was um creepy. A haunted house. <laughs> <by>. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah. floors yeah. creaking. But it had a lot to offer. There was plenty of rooms. Uh, the man cave downstairs was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was. It was definitely really cool. Um, but like I said, well, you wouldn't want to walk around that that place at
0: night by yourself. Oh no! Yeah. You definitely don't turn off all the lights in that place. No, you no. You have no. to keep lights on. Oh, no, you no, need no. a trail of lights no, yeah. to get through that
1: place. <laughs> I, I, when we first got there. We went. Um, Oh because me and Nick stayed in like the service like or the like the the butler's quarters pretty much it was like above the garage, so there was like this back staircase oh, that yeah. went down the, were you with us when we yeah, did that? Yeah. yeah a back staircase that went down into the garage <laughs> and I don't know why we even did this. We just walked down this pitch black staircase we, we, didn't, had no, we had, we we had didn't no we't know it was the garage we had no clue <laughs> where it was going. <laughs> we were just like, yeah, this is a good
0: idea. Thank God it was only the garage. Yeah, and we saw what it was like, and it didn't necessarily meet our expectations as far as you know what we thought it was going to look like. But how do you think it? It I don't, know, I don't want to say served its purpose, but it it kind of grew on me. Is what I'm trying to get at. I want to know if, if oh that, yeah that was the same for you.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. You asked what the expectations were. Beforehand, right. yeah. Even though, even though the the mansion wasn't what I initially thought it was, it was a great place to stay. Like it wasn't like I, I, uh, I'm upset or that we went there or anything like that. It was just uh, like uh, not what I expected at first, but um, it de- yeah you said it, it definitely uh, grew on me, and uh, there were certain play. It, there's certain places like you'd find yourself like hanging out like with like a group of people and you're just like why are we hanging out <laughs> <laughs> there's like a whole other like living spaces and we're in like the butler's like uh like the place where the butler like would be preparing your food <laughs> yeah. it's like weird, we're the like... kitchen
0: assistant not even in the kitchen we're in, like the kitchen assistant yeah group. exactly
1: where he's like he would be betr- like putting all the food onto the platters like to like bring <laughs> to it out walk to the d- hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> yeah 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 to walk around the hors d'oeuvres, yeah yeah it was it a uh, it was a good time though it was, it was definitely a, an experience to say the least um but yeah um what about uh what about the speakers at the actual in the actual conference part of things what about the speakers what what, what were a few of the speakers that you uh
0: that you liked. So my top three will our guest speaker who no one saw Tom was Tom Brady for the weekend for for an initial call. And that took us all by surprise. Uh, Larry Winters, the you know, the highest ranking man in L T D he literally like owns L T D he's the founder of L T D and then Meredith Nathan, another high rank Remember. Um You know, I was talking to, who was I talking to about it? One of the guys just talking about how fluent he was, Tom Brady is, is how fluent he was able to talk about all these characteristics and his experiences. And the way that he like spoke on all, or replied to all the questions that he was being asked, you knew the man wasn't pulling stuff out of his ass. You know, it, yeah. it was things that he's like words that he lives by, and not just like oh, I heard this one time. Let me repeat it and make it sound good. Like he he's legit. You know? Yeah, he practices what he preaches.
1: Don't get me wrong. I'm sure he's asked all these questions in some way or another, uh, and he's got he's got his responses down. Right, past right, right yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, for sure he. He he makes it you believe what he's saying. Like it's not like he's struggling to find words or anything, anything like that. He's just very, you know, this is his path. Uh, the biggest thing that that he was talking about was his uh, his goal now. Because I, I think the question was something like, "Oh, how do you stay motivated?" or or something like that. Uh, uh, you you had like seven Super Bowl rings. Uh, like, like, what makes you want to still play when you're 45 years old, uh, when you can retire now and be the goat? Uh, and he was talking about like what inspires him to, to still play is is, is working with or, or seeing seeing those young guys get those Super Bowl rings, or or seeing even seeing those young guys, um, you know, buy their parents their first house and stuff like that, right. uh, or or buy a nice car for the first time. Um, it was just like. He was more focused, more focused on benefiting other people than himself. Um, and yeah, that, 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 that was probably the biggest thing um, that I saw. And uh, I feel like it's like an, an overall theme in LTD that, that, that uh, one of the keys to success is, is becoming like a server and like serving other people. You want to you build other people up and then that's how you build a strong business opposed to uh, just chasing money. Chasing money is fine in the short term, but in the long term, it's more about building up, up, building up people to become successful with you.
0: Right. And I think a lot of people, myself included, uh, before starting with Ltd, is that like I thought I was going to become successful on my own, and I was kind of like, not hide away to myself, but it was eye opening when I read one of the books that we were that we were assigned. What was it? Uh, to go get I automatic Alright, so success, I thought, I, what I learned a lot was that, from that book, is that successful people don't want to hide their secrets. You know, they become successful and they want to essentially give you the answers, but they're not just going to hand out, you know, they're not just going to post it online for free, like, hey, come take the answers. They're, they want to see people who want to be successful and want to grow, and not in like a shallow way either, you know, it's not like, I'm not looking for a handout, like they want to actually benefit themselves and show that they're going to turn around and do the same thing. And yeah. You, you don't want to see someone who's just looking for the handout and then kind of turn your back. So I feel like that's the same kind of person that's going to be like, Oh, I made it. You know, I made it on my own. I didn't get any help from anyone. When in reality you did.
1: I think that, uh, it's all about like creating the community, uh, of people who are trying to succeed because, um, to basically piggyback on what you're saying, if you if you're a super successful person and you're like oh I want to I want to teach you Nick how to how to how to be successful as me, you kind of don't want to like like if they're your secrets or, or like your principles like you don't want it to die with Nick. You're not gonna pick someone who's like gonna be like oh I found all these secrets and I'm not telling anybody. I'm gonna keep them to myself and I'm gonna be the only one who's rich, like uh, or successful. But uh, you want to you want someone who's going to spread it with others. Uh, that's how, I mean, that's kind of how you create like a legacy. I mean, that's Larry Winters. Like, that's the reason, or not the reason, but that's one of the reasons he, uh, he, he created LTD. I mean, it's like he, these are his principles, uh, that he could share to the world essentially. Um, for sure, this, the gr- LTD, like this, all of its members, but, um, not one person in Ltd is going to forget who Larry Winters is. No, he, he's yeah. he's creating a legacy to leave behind past himself. Yeah. It's not just about the money. I mean, I'm, I'm, he was making more than enough money on his own without Ltd. But right? He, ba- is, he doesn't
0: have to be doing this anymore.
1: No, absolutely. Just like not.
0: Tom doesn't have to be playing football anymore. Exactly. Like yeah,
1: Tom Brady, he's forty-five years old. Doesn't could retire for the rest of his life. Will never have to worry about
0: money again. You know what else I love about what. What Tom was talking about that I kind of used in my own life is how he uses this imaginary anger in his head. You know, he said, it, he's like, I'm 45 now. I'm a lot less stressed out, but I have to call on that anger for, for fuel, you know. So the way it, it transcends to me is when I'm working out, I, I, I like to – pretty much push myself to my limit. And if I feel like I could do another rep and I didn't do it, it's like, well, I just wasted my time. You know, like if I'm not going to put in that complete effort, I'm wasting my time. So what I like to do is like if I'm – say I'm just benching, right, and I'm at like my arms are shaking. You know that feeling you're yeah. worried about if you can't get it off, off your chest and if you're going to essentially die and just get crushed. I, I, I'll start talking to myself. I'll picture a gun being held to my head. Like if you get this – this a little extreme, but that's what gets me. And I'm like, if you get this, uh, this weight off your chest, you won't, you won't get shot right now. If you get this weight off your chest, you make a million dollars. Like, it's just not reality, but it, it's, it gets me in the mindset of seeing how far I can actually push myself before I, I don't even want to say quit because that's not yeah. the word. I'm not quitting. I'm going to fail. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, that kind of reminds me of, uh, something Joe Rogan has said, he he says, uh, when he does like cardio and sprints and that type of stuff, he imagines someone chasing him with a knife or something. It's like, are you going to (laughs) stop in the middle of your, in the middle of your hill sprint? And if if there's a guy with a knife behind you, probably not.
0: Yeah.
1: That's, I I, I, I didn't hear that
0: one. That's, that's, yeah. It's essentially this, like the same thing. Um, Um, how about, uh. Larry Winters as a as a speaker. I mean, I oh, yeah. you know I this is I, not
1: my first time hearing right, Larry right. Winter's story, but like this is Nick's first time, right. and it, it's pretty incredible. I, I'll let him. Talk I mean, just that.
0: to go like off of I'm listening to all these audios, and to me, like as a before this weekend is it's really just an, it's a voice just telling me knowledge, but I don't actually know who any of these people are, and I've never seen their faces, and I, I you know I don't see. Uh, Really, who they are as a person, but you know when Larry started talking, and he he had a very interesting way of talking that we've talked about. Where he kind of he pulls you into the conversation as a listener. You know, you're actually becoming more of the speaker than the listener when he's talking. But just his story on adversity is just absolutely incredible. And and you saw me; I, I was at the edge of my seat. I was just like being drawn in, just listening to this man like take. No, for no was not it. It wasn't an option, you yeah. know. And I don't think it could have physically been an. Option. He could not. He didn't have, yeah, the, the choice to say, all right, I give up. He literally did not have the choice. He was fired from the the car dealership and the, the car wash. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, so I'm sure they weren't gonna take him back anyway. Yeah. But he didn't want that lifestyle, and I think that's that's. Yeah. I don't I
1: don't wanna get really get into like the specifics of his story because it's I mean it's his story to tell. But uh to put it into perspective, uh, for people who, who haven't heard, basically went from like dumpster diving, um, three months behind on rent, possibly gonna get evicted, couldn't even pay the war bill, couldn't even pay for kerosene to heat his house in the winter, uh, to now he's like I don't th- I don't think anybody in the Winters family has to worry about money like uh, I ad- thought it was it was
0: incredible when he I mean a very uh justified brag but he's like did I get your dad a Cadillac for, or did I get your mom a Cadillac for Christmas, and yeah, she answered, yeah. Did I get her, that I get her another one when it broke down, yeah. Did I get your dad this, Did I get your dad that, and I was just like, you know, like this man is bragging right now, but he's bragging in the best possible way. Yeah, he is bragging about how humble he is and how how unselfish he is. Yeah,
1: and these are these are uh, uh, his wife Pam's family like thought their business was not gonna succeed. So they She begged them. Exactly. They yeah. were like, Stop this. Yeah. The best the best that I heard though was the whole um Pam Pam Winters goes, Yeah, every time Larry saw my dad, once we once we got became successful, he gave him a hundred dollars.
0: That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like an uh, Italian uh like casino. he's you, walking by tucks a hundred dollars. Yeah, you take pocket. this. You go take
1: it. You buy yourself something <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: That's great, no.
1: but yeah, no. Just as a speaker, though, he—I uh, mean, he's great. Uh, what, what you were mentioning before, he like asks questions that he knows the answer to, mm-hmm. and actually, I was listening uh, uh, when we separated. Uh, Brandon West, who is his his downline, mm-hmm. I mean, was was doing the same the same thing. Like uh, he was asking uh, a group of people questions that he he. Like he, you already know the answer to, but it, it's, it, it, as a listener, it's kind of bringing you in and being like, Oh, like, Oh, like I'm kind of answering these questions too. Uh-huh. And it, it's involving me more. It, it's captivating
0: me more into the conversation. Even the way that they ask the question, it's like, I, now for me that I actually don't know the answers to these questions, yeah. but the way that he's asking the questions, I know what the answer is going to yeah, yeah, yeah. be, you yeah. know? And uh, like I was saying to you, it. it gets the listener or whoever you're talking to it gets them in that that state of mind i think that opens them up more uh, more subject to to be open and accepting of whatever it is that you're trying to uh, help them with or you know a lot of people are just closed-minded and like you can reach out trying to help someone and they they're just stagnant and they don't want help they want to just Cross our arms and be like, no, this is me. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you have to open up your arms sometimes and let someone into your life to help you out. Yeah, I mean that's essentially what you did with me, right? So you reached out to me. I mean, not that we were out of contact, but yeah, I didn't know what you were talking about initially. But I mean, you didn't stop. You you kind of kept going. You kept uh, explaining more and more over a series, you know, a period of time, and uh, I understood not necessarily what you were telling me but where it could take me you know like yeah. i i was open to that you know if i said well not to get specific i don't want to sell vitamins you know like that that was the initial thing for, mm-hmm. for our encounter i was just like i don't i don't even know what you're talking about so like we've heard many times it's not the how and it's not the what it's it's the why you know yeah. why are you doing what you want to do it's, not necessarily what you want to do, but it's going to get you to where you want to be and who you want to be with. Plus, my, uh, the Antifire Department is morally, uh, pleasing for me anyway. So, yeah, yeah. yeah anything else is just icing on the cake for me. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, uh, uh, one of our mentors, uh, Ben, ben Mock, told us, he, he told me, I'm not sure if he told you. When uh, when he first wanted to get in business, his mentor told him that, uh, you want to be more outcome driven. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur or or trying to to grow a business or whatever you want to call it, and, um, and you, and you, you're not going to enjoy every single aspect of what you do, uh, for even me, like with my personal training stuff, um. I enjoy personal training, but do I enjoy every aspect of having a personal training business? No, you know, like, no, I, I don't know if anyone does, you know, but, uh, his example is if I told you, you could be free in 10 years, uh, but you just had to, to shovel a horse shit all day. Would you do it? And then he was like, yeah, I told him I would do it with my bare hands. But, <sighs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's an it, extreme example, but it, it 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 gives you perspective. If if you could if you have a dream to, to be somewhere in ten years, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do to to get to that dream. It's not always gonna be like, Oh, I wanna get to what I gotta do in ten years, but I also wanna do this, and I also want to do that, and also want to do this. It's like, well, then you might not get there in ten years. Right, I mean, right. you might get there, but it might not be ten years. You know, it might right. be twenty years, it might be thirty years.
0: Fastest way from point A to point B is a straight line, right? Exactly.
1: So it's 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 not always uh, it's not always going to be um, easy. It's not always going to be straightforward. Even it's it might be
0: chaos. It might be ugly. You know, it, it, and not to mention the naysayers that are going to be in your ear telling you, yeah. You're stupid, this is this is dumb, you're wasting your time. Especially me, you, our parents are you know, that generation they grew up on a different mindset because their parents had just come over from yeah, in our case Italy, right? And they didn't have anything to work with. They had to get down to work and that's what they did and they wanted the security of coming over here and finding somewhere to live and being able to start a family and, and that kind of, uh, you know, idea of living. But now that we're we're here and we're comfortable here, it's like, well, we don't want that. You know, it's yeah. different. We have a different, not to say bigger dreams because, I mean, I'm sure what they had to go through was not easy. But uh, they have a, for my parents, they project onto me a lot. and They're just like, get a job, get a, you know. Secure yourself and this and that, and I'm just like, I don't want a job, you yeah. know. I really don't. I've said that since I was in college, and I was just like, I don't want to dedicate myself to being in that specific spot for this specific amount of time exactly. for the specific it's, amount of years, you know. It was just like that is so unattractive to me, and like you're uh, for a lot of cases, I mean, the fire department's a little different, but like for a
1: lot of cases, uh, especially in like corporate the corporate world uh if you have a job you're you're helping someone else build their dream you're not building your own dream uh or it could be part of your dream but it's not it's not the the heavy lifting parts of your dream you might need a job for a little while to pay the bills while you are building your dream dream. but it's it's not going to get you uh from a to b it it might get you from a to 8.1 or like one to 1.1 or you know it's not going to get you to two though like um But, yeah. Also, I just think it's different times, you know. Yeah,
0: there's different eras. There's also,
1: like, a lot. There was a lot. You could, uh, I don't know, 50, 60 years ago, you could get a job
0: and be, like, comfortable your whole life. Like, you know, and. and, and, Well, it depends what you're seeking. Do you seek comfort? You know, a lot of people do just seek comfort. Like, I want a job. I want a girlfriend. I want a family. I could essentially quit at life, you know. Like, not quit, but I don't, I don't. Have the get desire float, to get tread at. water you know, yeah yeah I don't them. have the desire to continue to get better and continue to I don't know but life is it doesn't have for me it sounds like once you you say all right this is it I have my family I have my house I have my job this is it it's like "All right, what the, hell's the point you know like you might as well die that you got everything that you needed yeah right? you got everything that you wanted rather yeah just quit now like, I don't know for me it's like I'm gonna wake up again tomorrow. I, I'm gonna to want to do something new or just get better at what it is that I was doing. I don't want to just stop. That's yeah. why I, I read this book and I talked a lot about absolute, uh, like language where it's saying that don't you shouldn't use the words never and always because you're you're um, eliminating the possibility that something could get better or something yeah could be worse. You know, so you're like
1: projecting that scenario onto your life. Right. There. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. Also I think the thing uh with a lot of people is uh they're content and there's nothing necessarily wrong with this. But they're just content with I'm going to live my life, I'm going to be comfortable and then that's that's it. Where um we were actually talking about this uh before I think. Some people want to build something beyond themselves. Like they want to like uh, like Larry Winters like le- like he has a legacy now like no like it's gonna be a long time before anyone forgets Larry Winters name like uh, maybe the whole world might not know him but there's gonna be a lot of people whose lives were greatly impacted by him and here goes the heat turns on <laughs> bear I'm with us Try to
0: block it out <laughs> yeah
1: that's right um yeah so uh, like a lot of people uh, have their lives affected by Larry Winters and do you want to be a Larry Winter? Do you want Do you want to to, to benefit a, a lot of people, um, or do you just want to you know live your life and then and die, and, and no one no one remembers your name?
0: And more importantly, did you help anyone? Exactly. So the last speaker that I found uh, not that they weren't all interesting, but uh, that I I found something to resonate with was. Meredith Nathan and it was when she was talking about the fact that when she joined uh, LTD she looked around and she didn't see anything familiar she didn't see another redhead woman being successful in this business and I mean that could be intimidating to people where they're like alright well I don't fit in here I can't be successful here let me uh, let me go find something else Mm -hmm. you know it's just so easy to quit and the reason it resonated with me is because i read a book it's called the obstacle is the way by Ryan Holiday you ever heard of it you ever heard of Ryan Holiday
1: I've heard the obstacle is the way
0: I I don't really know Ryan Holiday though so the book touches on you know nothing is gonna be smooth sailing You're going to be thrown... You're going to have your goal, and you're going to have... If you picture yourself as Donkey Kong trying to jump over the barrels being thrown at you. Is that the right character, Donkey <laughs> Kong? Uh, Donkey Kong throws the barrels. He throws it. <laughs> so Mario, is Mario going to... I, mean, it's, I think it's not Mario either, but... it's. Okay. All right, the character... Character it's, A it's is throwing... Man. It's man. <laughs> Character A is throwing the barrels, and character B has... An option right he has the option to run out of the way and you know now you're off target you're not going to where you want to be anymore or you can get hit by it and crushed and you're not gonna you're, you're done right or you could come overcome the obstacle that's in front of you and as more get thrown at you overcome that obstacle overcome that obstacle until you hit your finish line and your goal where it is that you want it to be And then you turn around and you say, hey, I was able to get to my goal despite all those barrels that were thrown at me. As opposed to the guy who veered off and went crying saying, I can't get this because of that. I can't be where I want to be because he said so or, you know, whatever. It's not a pride thing, but I mean, you just take a lot more, you know, pride to it.
1: Yeah, you can't win the game of Donkey Kong without jumping over any obstacles. And you can't, like, win the game of life, not to sound real corny, without, like, hurdling your own obstacles in life. Uh, it's not going to just be a, oh, um, this is easy the whole time. It's not going to be easy the whole time or anything like that. It's uh, You're going to be a face with things. One of the speakers was, was uh, equating it to having grenades thrown. Or a whole a whole panel was actually. Um, when life hits you with a grenade, like, are you gonna choose to to just get hit, or are you gonna work your way around it? You know, what I mean? are you gonna overcome them? Um, yeah. Uh, also, something that uh, Meredith said. I mean, it, it didn't necessarily like speak to me. But it, it was just like very interesting because it it was it was really like more for uh, like the the women audience. Uh, but she's like uh, a lot of people ask like, how do you hit uh, or how do you become successful? Um, how do you how do you become successful as a woman? And she said the same way as you become successful as a, as a man uh, does it. Just yeah. you follow uh, the principles that they teach through LTD and. Uh, you don't give up. Um, the only way you could you could uh, lose
0: is if you quit. You know what I mean? So it's not even just principles of LTD. It's just principles oh, yeah, of yeah. success. Yeah. You know, like nowhere are you gonna see make an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> and and get to where yeah. you want.
1: To so be. like that didn't like resonate with me as like because I'm not a woman, uh-huh. but like it, it just thought it was very interesting because it, it was basically like uh, everybody can accomplish these things. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter the circumstances. As you found out from Larry Winters, like it doesn't matter yeah. if you just like uh, follow the roadmap, or or and it's not going to be perfect. It's not an exact blueprint of of anyone's life, but if you just follow the like the steps or, or the the uh, the success, um, uh, the, like the habits of success, and you don't waver, and when life throws shit at you, you you don't give up or or turn around, or, or anything like that, you don't retreat, then you can you can be successful too. You can overcome pretty much anything in your way.
0: And it reminds me, there, I actually have a book that I didn't read, but just simply by the title pulled me in, and the name of it is, What Would Water Do? Wow, so, yeah. So judge, yeah, yeah, just, just take that on, on yeah. face value. Now, what do, you, what do you think that book would be talking it it uh it basically adapts to any situ- like water
1: fits any mold uh, so basically like you, you you adapt to any situation that's what I would imagine right. like the book kind of being about uh, I've never read that book either but that's pr- that's like an interesting title of a book
0: yeah and the way I see it is like I picture a a river right and let's say it's the first time this water's flowing down this river and there's a big rock in the way. And it's going to hit the, the rock, and it's going to go over the rock. It's going to go around the rock. It might go under the rock, but it's going to keep going. Yeah. You know, it, it's not going to stop because that obstacle was, was put in the way. And then
1: it's, one day, that rock will be torn away by that water. All right? Yeah. So, it's at, yeah. That's that, that an interesting book. I might have to buy uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, haven't, uh, I, haven't I haven't got, to got into that up. it. Uh, but, yeah. Um other than the, the speakers, like, what did you think about, like, the team-building
0: aspects of, like, this, this weekend? So, like I was saying, it was nice to be able to put faces to, to people yeah. as far as the speakers. But to, you know, these people who are also in LTD that are in the same spot that I'm in. And I was kind of not skeptical, but I was – I don't want to say nervous either, but I was just like – in a position where all right, I don't know a lot of people. I mean, I'm sure there's people in, in probably more intimidating positions than me that could the, the Kim Roberto, right? Like yeah. he really knew no one. Yeah. At least I knew you, I knew Ben, I knew Sandy and uh, Donnie and Ken Harry, right, so I knew a lot of people. But there was a lot of people that I, I wasn't gonna know and I really didn't know what to expect, but for me it just felt like an opportunity for me to watch people speak, and I'm going to take it how I'm going to be able to improve myself and my business. I'm not thinking about it in the way that 30 people are sitting down all with that same exact mindset, but the fact that we had to come together and all do that, and we're all kind of putting ourselves, we're taking the time out of our lives to sit in this room and watch these people talk, we all must have this common goal of we want more out of life. So it's, it it was, that was my initial, I was like, well, not initial, I'm sorry, that was my reflection. I was like, it took a little while to to get that, but then I'm seeing these people and I'm just like, wow, okay, we all actually have something in common and there was a lot of diversity in in that house.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, we say team, um, but basically like when you're actually in person, you get a better feel of, oh, we're kind of all in this together, you know what I mean? We're throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like, all of us. Like, we're not... not it's not like um, uh, Ben, Donnie, like, these are our mentors, like, have everything figured out. They're processing information from the people who, Larry Winters, haven't pretty much figured out, uh, more or less. And uh, they're still, fi- still trying to apply things to their, their businesses. That they, they When you're in person or even sometimes virtual uh but more when you're in person you get a better feeling of uh of of like we're both we're all in this together we're all trying to su- succeed together and then you also get a like uh, almost like a brotherhood of like you, you want everybody su- to succeed together we all we want to see each other at the top um nick you actually in the weekend uh equated it to uh like a when we played soccer together in high school like yeah. Um, yeah. We all became friends on the soccer team before we even had games, because now when we have games, it's like we want to win together. It's not just like, oh, I want to win or Nick wants to win, because that's not how you could be good at a team sports. But not
0: soccer, at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know, unless you're playing some soccer. I don't know about but. <laughs> you're playing tennis. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, but yeah, you have to work together and help each other out sometimes you're going to be in a position where you can't do anything but it's to help someone else uh like that's that's in soccer for example like if i make a run to draw a guy uh it might leave nick wide open but i'd have no they may not give me any glory i'm not going to score a goal but nick might score a goal and it's for the benefit of the whole team that we're all doing right. the good things.
0: right and that was something that tom brady had talked on um impact players and I mean yeah. everyone has a role to especially play. football it's like everyone has a, role a specific
1: role you know everyone
0: can't be the quarterback yeah but everyone can win the ring you know I'm not expecting that lineman to kick the free the the field goal you know everyone has has a purpose and that it, it was the same way on, on our soccer team it was I was I had the most experience I was me and Nate I think we're on varsity the year prior I don't know how many other people were. there were only a handful of seniors but I knew we were in for a long season if we didn't figure something out Mm -hmm. with with these guys so I mean that's all it really took and that experience to me gives me a lot of um, uh, confidence for when I have to see myself in Ben's position and The higher up, you know, as I get higher and I have to talk in front of like a a large group of people, I I feel like I could recall onto that moment and be like, you know, you were able to bring a whole group of people with not much in common besides the love for winning and soccer, essentially, and make a winning team out of it. You know, Mm -hmm. we we didn't go crazy, but we definitely played above our expectations. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, That's a that's a really good
1: point uh it when um and then when I think of like uh like almost like the bonds you build with people, it's always in like uh like like struggling situations where you build the best bonds you don't become friends uh great friends with someone who you you know sip tea with and you know <laughs> like just just hung out with one time and everything uh reminds me of wrestling to be honest it's like I became really good friends with Kenny because we were at wrestling practice together, both suffering. <laughs> no, nah, mm-hmm. it was not a good time. It's not even like the soccer practice is a little good. It's a good time playing soccer. Yeah. Wrestling practice is like yeah. you're just trying not to, to to all break out into a fight because <laughs> you're dehydrated.
0: <laughs> but um, to, to go off that as far as like, yeah, friendships, the, the most meaningful and usually the deepest friendships that are being built come from hard times is, you know, maybe you, I don't know, you're walking struggle, down, you're walking right. down, the, yeah, you're walking down the street, actually, did you see the Netflix show, v, something vegan, bad vegan? No. I won't reference it then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, mean, uh, I was going to say. Walking down the street. Yeah, no, uh, that was, that example, I would to give that. Oh, so, yeah, obviously, you knew I was in the fraternity, it, stockton and that, that's that's a great example yeah. that's a great example and it's you know like it's i don't know it's illegal it's probably it is illegal to haze people right oh
1: no it's for sure and i know uh, what i went
0: through was definitely illegal yeah. but uh you know it was just something about looking to your left and looking to your right and seeing the people going through the same shit as you and knowing if i quit this is going to be so much easier for me but I'm not going to get to where it is that I want it to be, which is on the other side with with the rest of the, mm-hmm. the rest of the guys. And I'm also going to leave the guy to the left and the guy to the right to be hanging, you know. and yeah, in, exactly. in a physical sense for that manner, but maybe in a mental sense for this manner, you know. Yeah. Like y- you quit, right? Let's say you quit. It ultimately. might diminish your belief. It, it yeah. right. I'm yeah. like, you know what? Maybe he sees something that I don't see. And, Maybe I should get out, too. Yeah. So, let me... Creates doubt, I guess. Right, uh, right,
1: But, yeah. We... And... Uh, not like wrestling practice or... 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 Joining a fraternity. We're not going through any physical struggle. But we're going through the struggle of... I mean, possibly financial struggle. But... The struggles of, of building businesses. Uh, building a business. Uh, and we're all going through more or less the same stuff. And... We together want to be the speakers we don't want to be the people listening our whole lives we we all want to be the speakers but there's a long way to get there and there's a lot of people who want to be those people Mm -hmm. and uh you know they only got time for for a select (laughs) few not that they're limiting you or stopping
0: you they do want to see it but you know you gotta
1: you gotta be the best you know
0: yeah but uh, that actually you mentioned something about uh when you were just uh you so you're showing doubt, right? Yeah. And uh the speaker who came on, Kelly Templeton, she was a physically attractive woman. She was I mean a little bit older than us, but <laughs> I, I figured if I was like a forty five year old man, I'd be like, damn that girl's she's hot. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I wasn't even listening to what she was saying. And it's not because I was so attracted to her. That's not what it was. It was how well she was just displaying so much positivity. She had a smile on her face the whole time. The way she was talking it was very inviting and she, it was very you know, it just reminded me of how I my personality has changed, I believe since I came back from college. But when I was in college, my especially my senior year I had such a, a positive radiation to me that like, I just walk in the room and I had people like smiling, laughing feeling better about themselves. So I walk in the room what's going on handsome, you know, and people like that you know, even if you know, you're you're just joking around. And you say, "Oh, you're ugly," or "You're you're fat." Like you're still speaking negativity like out into like the world and to that person's subconscious mind, really. Absolutely, you know. yeah. So, uh, but going back to Kelly, that it's a, a you want to be a positive person because you want to attract the people to be like, hey, I want to be, that person's living a good life, you know, in mm. multiple ways, in a successful way, and just a, a positive mental attitude to, to have Absolutely. going throughout life. Yeah, we uh, talk a lot about
1: PMA, or positive mental attitude, on uh, how important it is, um, and how important it is not to be negative about things, I mean, that's the real one, um, you mentioned like everybody likes a guy who says like Hey, what's up, handsome?" Like mm-hmm. you know, like
0: remember, okay. remember, remember, the guy Bagel Boy, the initial Bagel Boy, the bald guy, Mike. Yeah, that guy. was and like, man. Every time you walked in, "Hey, what's going on, handsome?" Yeah,
1: you were like, "I want to buy bagels from this guy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. makes me feel good.
0: His head looked like the bagel it was nice and shiny, like yeah, that too. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he, yeah. absolutely. I and yeah, I think he did it right too. He, that I man, he built up his fortune and he sold it. Yeah, did it, did a great job there. Absolutely. He is. It kind of a crazy story.
1: I don't know. If he but no, he, I don't. He, uh, he was like a Wall Street guy. Had like real high stress. He was like miserable his whole time. Really? And he's like, "I'm gonna get out of here and just make bagels." <laughs> 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 and then he had the most successful bagel shop in our entire town. Yeah. And That's then just... created created enough wealth to retire, which is crazy. But I mean.
0: That goes to show you that if yeah. you got a dream and, and you just go after it. I mean, I don't know how much money the man had in his pocket beforehand. But. Probably a lot.
1: I'm pretty sure he was, like, doing well. He worked for, like, a hedge fund or something. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, that that's insane. But, yeah, the team bonding aspect of – or the team building aspect of this weekend was unlike uh, other conferences. I don't know if we even mentioned, but, like, the conference was uh, virtual because for COVID reasons – of where it was they were only allowed to maybe have like a certain amount of people there i'm not, i'm not even a 100% sure on the facts on that one but uh so our team our close close team uh went to the uh went to, went to the mansion to to go you know to to walk to pretty much stream the conference but uh yeah up until this point i wonder I wonder if someone listening thought that Tom Brady was
0: at this management us. Oh, that is definitely a possibility. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, it's hard. That's a good a- hook. Though. Episode one. It's a good, one, a good hook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're paying attention to what's in our minds. We know what he, what we experience. So yeah. a, we're gonna do a better t- uh, better job of painting a picture for you guys.
1: So. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's a uh, you know, it's a work in progress. But uh, the 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 team the team building uh aspect of this weekend was much better than. Uh, the typical conference, which would be, like, uh, the one was at, uh, was I think it's called the Coliseum in St. Louis. I could be wrong, but it, it, it was, there was, like, I don't know, 25,000 people there. Like, And you're getting, you're going from a hotel to the conference, back to a hotel, back to the conference. Uh, you, you don't really get to spend a lot of time. You spend time if you're sharing hotel rooms with people and, like, uh, you, the people you know, really, but you're not. You, you don't necessarily have a lot of time to break out into like the greater group of people that you're there with. Yeah, it's more just like we're in. You know, we're in the hotel room and uh, we're exhausted, so maybe we're gonna take a nap. Uh, and then maybe at, at the end of the night, while if everyone's sleeping, if we want to hang out, we can hang out, and play some cards or something like that. But but uh,
0: and the heat comes back on. But uh, yeah, no, what and. I was asked this multiple times throughout the weekend, uh, or at the end of the weekend. How was your first conference? What did you think of your first conference? And I'm just, uh, even though it wasn't a convention. It wasn't the normal conference. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, this is the normal conference. To yeah, me, yeah, this yeah. is the normal we, conference. This is my yeah. first conference. This is the my normal yeah. conference.
1: Um, you, uh, to, 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 to piggyback on that, the team building aspect, of, of 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 this was definitely greater, but what I think you'll notice is, in person when the speakers the atmosphere is like the a greater tr- yeah the energy in the yeah. room is much higher. No, I uh, can see. Yeah. I
0: got I got chills just watching. Uh, you know, we're looking at the screen and they're showing the flashbacks of when Larry was standing in a stadium filled with people, and I'm just like, wow, and he's I, just yelling. I, into I the pictured mic. myself there, and I like, I just like. Hundred thousand people just circled around me, just listening to what I have to say. You right, know, right. like think about that. And he's not talking about anything crazy. Yeah. You know that that's the, the the most beautiful part is how simple it is. He's just teaching you to read, to not to, not teaching you to read, he's telling <laughs> you to, to read, to listen, to build habits, and just follow your your passion. You know that one of the speakers said it. Find something you love and work hard at it. Yeah. That's all you have to do, you know. Mm. Just tunnel vision for a little bit until you get what you want. Exactly. But uh, going back to the, the team bonding, and I mean, you heard me say it. I'll say it again for our lovely crowd. <laughs> um,
1: oh, by the way, like 10 people by
0: listening You know, I, I, <laughs> I, had the, I had a little bit of, like, the nerves going because I was told towards the end of the conference, hey, we're going to have a, a, a recap. You're going to stand up in front and you're going you're gonna to talk about your experience. And I was like shit, I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> you know, I didn't study. Uh, no. I left my notes at home. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I, I got to relate it back to the team bonding that, that we had mentioned earlier with our soccer team, but then also how, you know, the conference itself, sitting there watching that screen isn't necessarily what made us closer. It was the, the downtime in between exactly, getting yeah. to know people on a personal level. And five grown grown men having to sleep in one room, yeah. and no one knew that one two people are yeah. suffering from sleep apnea, and yeah. one guy's got a machine that decided to start alarming at three thirty. I think that was
1: just a regular alarm. What is that man doing up at three thirty in the morning?
0: <laughs> oh my! I woke up. I was like, "Willie,
1: turn." And and the first time he turned it off, and it came back on. He hit like snooze or something, and I'm like, and and make sure it doesn't go
0: back on again. (laughs) But but yeah, uh, public speaking isn't something that I, I was ever fond of. But I just found, especially when I when I used to work at UPS, was that public speaking is hard when you don't know what it is that you really want to convey. Convey. Yeah. You know. So you like my only really. My uh, previous experiences—that ten-minute speech that we have to do in, in high, high school—and school. Yeah. I hated the whole education system. You know, yeah. I was just like, I don't want to be a part of this. This is just miserable. I have to read this book. I don't want to read. I, go, I hate it. So I didn't really do much public speaking. But then when I came to UPS, I had an initial—I had a, a very positive attitude towards it. I was like, this is my first supervising job. I'm going to take this real serious. I had a, a, a very good will to learn. About what it was that I had to be doing, so I sat down. I had my note cards and I practiced my speech over and over. And when I knew what it is that I wanted to convey, and you know, I practiced it a few times. Talking in front of people, it not, not to say you still didn't get the nerves, but it made it so much easier. And for this experience at the at the mansion was being able to make people laugh definitely helps a lot. too. Oh, no, you, yeah. you get one good, like laugh out of the crowd. It just allows you to go further. <sighs> yeah,
1: oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm not going to go ahead and say that, uh, <clears throat> I feel comfortable, you know, talking from a hundred thousand people right now, but, uh, just the more and more you, you know, talk in front of people, the better and more confident you'll feel about it. Uh, I'm sure everybody on that stage when they when they first got into business weren't were oh, were, were like oh, I can't wait to talk in front of a people. Maybe guys. Larry, <laughs> I don't even think so to be honest. Maybe, but I don't think so. But to, to kind of piggyback what, what you're saying, I, I was also a, a, a warehouse supervisor, and uh, the t- telling like people like what they have to do is not. It's not necessarily and easy.
0: Me, me and you were in the same spot as far as we were new, and we had to tell experienced people yeah, what to do, yeah. and that they were doing their job wrong, Yeah, uh, you have to do this different. They're like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. You're 21 years old. I'm
1: 50. Yeah. Exactly. People who have been working at the company, whatever company, uh, for longer than I have been breathing on this earth. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm like, yeah, you got to go do
0: this. I took a a, a two-week <laughs> training course. Now I'm going to correct everything that you're doing. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, dude. But I mean, going off the public speaking, and that was something I think that sparked this idea of having a podcast, is that the more you practice talking, the easier it's going to come. Absolutely. And, you know, it's still a practice for us, but kind of going to give give away the secret but when you when you speak i forgot where i was listening to this from or i was watching the the video you want to try to eliminate all your buffer words your ums your like your hmm, oh yeah you know so like just to make yourself more attractive as a speaker um (laughs) yeah yeah. now now you're gonna pick up on all the ums and likes i say
1: every every time i did that i realized it and i kept going i didn't i'm not going right. to let you're not it, gonna, it you're i'm not, not going to turn it,
0: around and, and like yeah, yeah,
1: i'm not, not going to let it like ruin my 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 uh, uh my confidence in speaking it's just i just think oh maybe next time uh uh <laughs> maybe right. next time i shouldn't throw an uh maybe yeah, a, maybe yeah. an um is not a good try idea to work
0: on, but that's that's a barrel being thrown at you right
1: exactly yeah you and that's yeah. something something we're working on so this is a it's a good practice
0: yeah, yeah. it's and who knows where it's gonna go? It's gonna take off. Sure.
1: And yeah, I think that's. All a, right. Until
0: until uh, yeah. we come yeah. up with another topic to talk about.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll, uh, we don't. We have no plans exactly for this. It's just we're gonna play it by ear. But we'll see what happens. I think
0: that can tie into a to a title for us. The fact that we don't have any structure. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna talk about whatever we feel like. Yeah.
1: Two guys without a plan. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we'll see. I'm sure uh, by the time anyone listens to this, they'll they'll see the title. So, yeah. so there it's you go. Not
0: going on a social uh, social platform anytime soon. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Peace out.